Sister Jean, I hope the best for you. Warm up, drink some coffee, and take your stupid scarf off while you're inside. All right. Eric, I was singing that one song uh, that goes like, here we go again. Something, something more than friends. But I can't remember the exact lyrics. and I don't remember who it's by. So nonetheless, here we go again with the Take It Easy Sports Show, part of the Arizona Varsity Podcast Network. And provided, we are more uh, than friends. And presented by all.net. Yeah, I know we are. Um, we're best friends, right? Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, now that people probably clicked on and clicked off after that. Yeah. Uh, yes. Sure. Welcome back, everybody. Um, <laughs> I would too. I never watch our own show. I listen to it. I don't watch the actual video back. Um, but uh, yeah. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Eric Newman and I here once again. Um, last week, we spoke a lot about the Open Division champions. I'm, I'm sorry, not just Open Division, but football champions. Um, and this week, I think, Eric, we're going to dive a little bit more into basketball, the tournaments going on. Um, you know, who Paul West, we talked about a little bit last week and the week before that, or just a week. Yeah. A little bit the last two weeks. Um, we've got Nike tournament of champions happening right now with girls. We've got visit Mesa next. We got McClintock. Um, but more than that, we have signing day today, a little bit early and earlier of an episode around five we're recording this on a Wednesday. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to a game or something like that later. Right. Yeah, I got some work stuff to take care of. You got work stuff. Okay, cool. Um, I may or may not be going out to um, a basketball game tonight. It's at 8.30 that I was going to go to. Honestly, I may just not. Uh, I'm still kind of trying to recover from the football season, to be completely yep. honest. Uh, plus, I'm going to be seeing about four days of basketball next week. So uh, I might just chill. Um, but either way, here we are. Eric, how you doing? I'm good. I... Uh... It, stuff's winding down a little bit with the holidays coming up, but you know, we'll get a couple days worth of break, but um, not a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, definitely a weird time. I don't know if it's the same for you, but for me anyway, like because of Christmas and new year's both being on Sundays and my papers are obviously weeklies. My deadlines are so crazy right now. Like yeah, I had same. to have, the Christmas stuff in like last Thursday, New Year's stuff has to be in by tomorrow, but it's already done. Yeah. And for Awatuki, which runs every Wednesday, um, I had to have next Wednesday's paper already done. So it is done right now. So it's weird. It's really weird. Now, it kind of gives me a chance to work way ahead, which is exactly what I'm going to be doing. Um like I said, with, with the McClintock holiday shootout and all the tournaments happening, that's going to give me a chance to really work ahead, which is nice. Um, because as of about two hours ago, when I decided and asked my boss if it was okay, first week of January, I am actually off. I'm taking a vacation um, just to kind of reset before the new year. So You going is, anywhere? Um, To be determined. For sure. I don't know yet. Yeah, we do kind of a year wrap-up type thing. Kind of um, all the news and sports and everything does a top, however many stories, just kind of the impactful stories yeah. of the year. Um, and so that rounds out a lot of our, you know, our daily content for the last few days of the year. But yeah. I'm with you. It's early stuff, putting things together uh, yeah. quite a few days before, as opposed to my normal thing where I'm on really a day-to-day -day basis. 
Right. I think I'm going to do that for January 3rd, 4th for the Awatuki paper. Kind of the top stories from those two, from those yeah. two schools, those communities or that community. Um, but for the January 8th edition, which will be the week after, obviously, New Year's, um, that's going to be a lot of McClintock holiday shootout and just in general, um, you know, some uh, whatchamacallit feature stories for basketball. Yeah, yeah. for See, sure. This is why I need a vacation. I can't even get yeah, that out. It's to um, the point that words are hard. Words are very hard right now. So it's a good thing we're hosting a podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's weird. I never take a vacation, but I feel like this year, for some reason, it was just, it was a lot. So, I, like, I never take a vacation this time of year. Usually I wait until the summer. Yeah. Um, but I have it. I have it available. Um, and I'm going to take it. So you have to. That. If it's available, go ahead and do it. Exactly. So, um, but yeah. So that's that's kind of what's in the on the horizon for me. Um, signing day. Let's start there, Eric. Um, how many kids up there in Flagstaff did you have signed? That you know, we about? had one from Coganino High School, okay. Pearson Watson, uh, linebacker from Coganino, gotcha. signed to BYU. He's been committed there for a while. Yeah, um, but made it official today. There's a couple other kids that are kind of on the bubble of whether they're going to commit eventually and whatnot. But mm-hmm. today was the. Uh, this was the only one for today. Um, gotcha. Some kids are, you know, weighing other sports and whatever yeah. else they want to do. Well, not only that, but the transfer portal has yep. really, really affected a lot of that stuff. I mean, you know, usually we see what anywhere from five or more for Chandler this time of year. And Chandler had one this morning in Amari, Washington, going yep. to Oregon. Um, Basha has a ton of ton of kids that are going off to the next level. Now, granted, most of them are juniors, so obviously they'll have to wait a year anyway, but um, they had five signed today, and that was Ryan Bloom to Central Michigan, Ryan Blum, I should say, to Central Michigan, Wyatt Milkovic to Boise State, Cole Martin to Oregon, uh, James Durand to Wisconsin, and, and Deshaun Buchanan to Idaho, which, by the way, Idaho getting Deshaun Buchanan is a absolute steal. Idaho has been really really doing well the last couple of years in recruiting i never really paid yeah. attention to them before i started covering yeah. big sky stuff but they have made rapid rapid improvements yeah. in the last year even from one year over to this season they they went from a bottom feeding team to a playoff squad in the fcs yep. um exactly and part of that uh, hayden hatton from saguaro um, the wide receiver was tremendous this year. Yeah. Idaho, for whatever reason, they've got a good pipeline um, with some good recruits from Arizona. Yeah, and you know, you know, going back to Big Sky and NAU, I know they released. I saw the email from Cody. They had ten today. Ten, but they do, they didn't even have one of the players on the list. Um, Chandler Davis from Hamilton. That's right. He did sign today. He was not on the list for some reason. Um, but he did sign today because he was part of the, what, six that signed with Hamilton. Um, yeah. so Chandler Davis went to NA or yeah, he's going to NAU. Um, I'll have to get on Cody Bashore about that. Yeah. Genesis, uh, Smith went to, uh, U of A alongside Tay Brown. Uh, you had Griffin Stallfort, the sa- the center over there at Hamilton. He's going to Air Force, and then Cooper Leduc going to Southern Utah. Uh, Trace Bivey was the only one that was making an announcement, and he chose Kansas State. So that was pretty cool for him. Congratulations to Trey, obviously, and everyone else making that decision. Alex McLaughlin, 
So it's kind of a funny situation because I think his his recruitment and his decision was supposed to be a surprise, but it was accidentally posted like a week or two ago. He was supposed to sign today. I thought he was signing today up until I saw him walk up to the stage, grab his name tag, and walk off. He wasn't sure yet, huh? He is deciding to weigh his options. Now, he was going to sign with NAU, but he is now weighing some. There playing on the basketball team. Exactly. He was going to sign there. Now he's weighing some options. Uh, From what I have heard, he has had some other Power 5 programs come in. And now he's weighing his options to see what he wants to do. I do know that he loves NAU. Obviously, could go play where his brother is. Um, But I know he's also got a dream school. And I think one of those came in today or yesterday. You got to weigh your options if you've got them. Yep. And that's the thing, too. It's like I was talking to some of the Hamilton coaches, and they have like eight more kids or more signing in February. Uh, Chandler has a ton of more, ton more kids signing in February. Uh, Bash is going to have, I think, at least one or two more with Tyson Simmons not signing today, despite his commitment to Navy. He's kind of seeing what's going to go, what's going to happen there because they had a coaching change. Um, you know, Saguaro is going to have a lot of kids signing in February. Um, it's going to, you know, February is going to be a big, a big time for us because we're going to see where all these kids end yep. up. And you uh, mentioned the transfer, the transfer portal. portal. Yep. Um, and once some of these bowl games are done, especially um we've already seen a ton of people in the portal anyway but more and more teams are going to be available you know a kid after after the bowl game or whatever can make that transfer and that's going to you know for several months change up the looks of rosters on a daily basis and Mm -hmm. so i think that i wouldn't be surprised if a lot of kids who might have considered signing today you know maybe have to see what you know, if you're a wide receiver in the school you want to go to picks up six in the transfer portal or whatever you might have to think about it um, exactly like that exactly a uh, little closer to home asu what a day for asu i know um transfer portal wise um obviously we have the local guys to carlos brooks uh um tate romney jacob conover um tristan obviously monday. tristan monday was one of them i mean what a day for the sun devils um and then i think we a little bit closer to home in terms of like high school level. Jacoby Lane did not sign today from what I can tell. Um, Obviously there was some speculations that maybe ASU would be able to get in there and maybe flip. I guess we'll have to see what happens with Jacoby because he right now he's a verbal. That could be anything. So, but he's so he's so talented, man. Yeah, he is so talented. Now, unless Jacoby did sign and I just missed it, I haven't seen anything. Um, but unless he did sign and I just happened to miss it, because let's be honest, there's a lot of stuff on Twitter that I miss. Um, he deleted his Twitter account, so you didn't miss anything from him because he doesn't have it. Did he really? Yeah. Can't guard Jack. He's not there. See, he deleted his Twitter account. Interesting. Did not know that. So you definitely did not miss any tweets from him. Yeah. Well. Um. Yeah. As of two hours ago, Anthony Tautry. Uh. Don't know who he is. Well, USC football news. Um. 
Six foot five, Mesa Red Mountain, AZ wide receiver. Jacoby Lane is the only Trojan verbal who did not sign today. He has deactivated his Twitter account. So interesting. Um, we'll see what happens. Yep. We'll see what happens. Maybe Jacoby is going to be one of those flips that Kenny Dillingham and his staff can work magic on. That would be huge for Arizona State. Yeah, huge absolutely. for Arizona State. Every every local kid they can get in makes a difference for that team. Absolutely. I know they were working on Caleb Lomu, who did sign with Utah today. Um, I know they were trying to work on some of those other kids too. That just happened. They just they decided to go. Uh, I'm actually really surprised ASU didn't come in and get Deshaun Buchanan from Basha. Um, I think he would have flipped if he did get it, but. Dede is going to go over there and probably be a starter right away at at uh, Idaho. So, you know, he's going to be a kid that just absolutely takes off in college. He really is. He's that good. Yeah, I'm excited so, to watch him in the big sky. I am too. Uh, I'm excited to see what he can do. I'm excited to have for him to have a really good career up there in Idaho. So, um, yeah, man, U of A did really well with signing day. Yep. Like I said, ASU was really good with the with the transfer portal and signing day. Uh, NAU ha- always gets always gets guys from they Arizona, always get a good. ton they had 20 last year um yep. and then this year they've got 10 so far 11 um if you count the one that wasn't on there <laughs> right right, right. Um, but they've had a ton of transfers out too and that makes some of this signing interesting because you never know you don't necessarily expect the freshmen to come in and yep. play but they RJ Martinez starting quarterback transfer, Kevin Daniel starting running back, um, among a few others. So um there are there's gonna be a, a good contingent of spots that are up for grabs. Um yeah. so some of those some of those kids may have a chance to compete. Adam DeMonte, Ailey exactly. Gilbert North, he signed. Yeah. And I know for a fact that Flugrad, the offensive coordinator up there, I know he loves him. I mean, he he loves them. They love Adam Demonte. Yeah, they like they like mobile quarterbacks. That's part of the reason that R.J. Martinez for the last couple of years has done some good things. Um, he he was not, you know, wasn't your typical runner runner, but he could move around in the pocket and get yards when necessary. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it's gonna be a lot of fun, man. It's gonna be fun to see, uh, you know, what happens, what transpires over the next couple months. Obviously, with the signing date in February, also. Sorry, I've. <clears throat> there we go scratchy throat it's that time um, of year it is that time of year um but yeah let's move on basketball i know you've seen a lot of basketball already i have seen a lot of basketball already um high school and nau who uh who has stood out so far because i know you've seen tournaments yeah now, you've seen more than me i have not gone out to a lot of basketball yet admittedly so um, um who have you kind of seen that really has stood out so far so the, there was the Flagstaff Pepsi tournament they have every year, a holiday tournament, kind of early December um, before some of the other ones. Wait, can but, I ask you a question really quick? Yes. Coke or Pepsi? I like Coke, but Pepsi. <sighs> I like Pepsi. Yeah, Pepsi runs yeah. a nice tournament. There you go. You don't see and Coke Pe- running tournaments. Pepsi's other properties like Dr. Pepper um, is better. than. Is that, a, is that a Pepsi product? Mm-hmm. Better than Mr. Pitt which is a Coke product. I don't like Dr. Pepper. So it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Um, I think Mountain Dew is Pepsi, whereas Mellow Yellow is is Coke. Okay. Well, Pepsi wins that one too. Gatorade is Pepsi as opposed to Powerade, which is Coke. You see, I like body armor. Yeah, that's fair. 
with the coconut water. It's just more yeah, refreshing. In my, opinion. in my opinion, it's more refreshing. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, the, but yeah. so, sorry, I think yeah, when you off talk topic. Coke versus Pepsi, <laughs> it's not necessarily just the two drinks themselves. No. Well, does that mean that Pepsi is responsible for Baja Blast? I suppose so, yeah. Okay, well, Pepsi wins then. Yeah, fair enough. Um, anyway, sorry. The, the tournament. The tournament. Yeah, so um, <laughs> that one was cool because it had a decent amount of out-of-state teams that you don't necessarily see in some of the other tournaments because they're not like, you know, Hoopal and uh, Section 7, they had like the absolute elite level teams from other states yeah. and everything um this was more you know good teams but it wasn't like you're um a team from california but it isn't sierra uh sierra canyon or whatever like the the a-list a-list teams yeah like Bronny james and all those yeah exactly yeah. um and so it was fun the hamilton girls ended up winning um they beat sunrise mountain in the championship for the girls bracket sunrise mountain is a really good 5a squad um both of the both of those teams could be in the open um the team that really impressed me for the boys was valley christian and obviously it's not a surprise that they're a good team they're the defending 3a champions um that's right right yeah they're 3a champions defending yeah they played really well against coganino they played really well against acp i believe um ended up losing to i think it's vista marietta out of california which is just a solid school uh, in the championship game. But for a 3A program to beat a bunch of 4As and teams from out of state and everything was was really impressive. Valley Christian also has the best warm-up pants I've ever seen. We can leave that as it is. Um, some people would agree with you. Some people wouldn't. Are you one of those people that doesn't? Uh, my opinion matters not in this because I'm not going to, unless I see them playing another Flagstaff team, I don't have to cover them again. You don't like the the classic stripes? They're so ugly. It's so <laughs> terrible looking. I get the idea. I, I, you were trying so hard to goad me into this. I was. State. I was. I they're so ugly. What's and worse? I don't have any problem oh. with the the Valley Christian team? I think they're yeah. great and they play well. And Greg Hagsma does a great job. Yeah. But those <laughs> those warm up pants are immaculately terrible. What What's worse, those or Sister Jean? Sister Jean, by far, it's going to be hard to find anything worse than her. Okay, okay, fair enough. Her okay. her level of look at me combined with the worst pitch at a baseball game ever. She made fifty you, cents pitch look good. What would you do if she wore those pants? Cry. Okay, sounds good. Um, <laughs> and speaking of basketball, back yeah. to that um, NAU. Has, uh, they had a 45-point performance from point guard Jalen Cohn um, cool. last week, which was so far the best by anybody in the big sky um, and one of the top performances this year overall in Division I, I was going to say, it's got to be. That's that's huge. I think it might have been the record <clears throat> to that point from any men's Division One player. Uh, 45 points and relatively efficient shooting. He was just great. That's crazy. Well, good yeah. for him. Good yeah. for him. Um, I think I've seen like one basketball game so far. You've had the thing is that we didn't have teams in the football playoffs in um, yeah. Flagstaff, and so my coverage got to go straight into um, exactly sports for exactly. the winter. 
So Desert Vista girls are very, very good. No surprise there. They're playing in the Nike Tournament of Champions right now. They went and played in a tournament in California, lost to like the number four team in the country. Uh, they've absolutely obliterated every team they've played since then in Arizona. Um, and I don't think that has changed. I think they're playing a uh, a team from California today, uh, which that tournament's out, by the way, out at Legacy Sports Park or Bell Bank Sports Park, whatever you yeah. want to call it. Uh, really cool facilities. Yeah, really cool facilities, have a bunch of courts. I think they have like one field house that has like a bunch of different courts in it. Then they have another field house with um, like a main kind of stadium arena type. Uh, so it is pretty cool. It's pretty cool out there. Um, so definitely go check that out if you haven't. I think it's going on for another day or two. Um, visit Mesa. Uh, that's happening right now. And that's I'm going to pull up. It's always so good. I think they've got three different sites, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's um, Mountain View, Mesa, and then I think Westwood is the other site. Um, but this has some heavy hitters in yeah. terms of teams. I mean, we're talking Pinnacle. We're talking Higley. We're talking Brophy. We're talking Thunder Ridge out of Colorado, Brooklyn Collegiate out of New York, Bennett Academy out of Illinois, Jefferson out of New York, um, Olympia, Corner Canyon out of Utah, Federal Way out of Washington, as well as Olympia. Like, there's a lot of really good teams out here for this challenge. And that's just, I mean, really hats off to Monarch sports because they've kind of helped build this tournament and they've done a really good job. And obviously um, <clears throat> we're talking about, why can't I remember his name now? Why Mark can't I remember Beasley. his name? Thank you. Mark Beasley. Mark Beasley. Yeah, he does a great job fantastic. He's a, he's awesome. And just such a good dude. Um but we're looking at the rest of the Wednesday schedule. Mountain View plays Thunder Ridge here. Actually, it's going on right now. Uh, 7 o'clock, Pinnacles playing Jefferson from New York. And then Perry plays Federal Way from Washington, which is going to be probably a sellout, honestly. Um, Thursday, last day of the tournament, Mountain View plays at 10 a.m. against Snow Cannon from Utah. Brophy against Corner Canyon from Utah. Um, Pinnacle against Ironwood, which will be a really good matchup. Uh, Jefferson against Federal Way, which are two out-of-state teams. Mountain View plays Brooklyn Collegiate again. Um, or Mountain View plays again at 4 o'clock against Brooklyn Collegiate. Thunder Ridge against Notre Dame Prep. Olympia, Washington versus Perry at 7. Then Haley at South Point Catholic. So Yeah, it's got some good teams out there. <clears throat> really, really, really good teams. Um, I've also that, been, uh, I've also always been partial to the McClintock Holiday Shootout, too. I yeah, and that's that, a great tournament. And just for the record, that was only one of the sites yeah all those teams that was mountain view um that was the campus of champions bracket as you look at the on this mountain bracket which is at red mountain you've got less teams but you still have like patrick henry from california rock cannon from colorado smoky hill from colorado um you know pima red mountains playing in that one mesquite's playing in that one um and then you have the war eagle bracket which is westwood so that's uh ote ranch oak hills overland um, you know, we're talking like the teams like Chaparral, Peoria, Westwood, Sunny Slope is in that one. So, you know, a lot of really good teams from out of state and obviously in state that are playing in this tournament. It is really, really cool. I mean, it's really cool to see all these teams come together. It, so. We've said it before, but Arizona is becoming a hotbed of this type of thing. These yeah national competitions whether it's section seven or some of these tournaments and everything, people want to flock here for, especially for, yep. for basketball um, for the winter um, to get a little bit of a chance to do that. And this just, 
they're so welcoming um, a lot of these tournaments to have cool out-of-state programs um, that it, it's fun to see. Yeah, I mean, and, and this isn't just the only one either. I mean, we're talking, we had Fear the Hop. We had another Nike tournament. We had, um, you know, teams go out of state. I think I think Millennium went to Hawaii to play in a tournament. Like, it, it's cool. Like, Arizona's getting put on the map. We have the Torrey Pines Holiday Classic that some teams will go out to probably this year as well. That's, mm-hmm. I think it's already happening, though, so maybe not necessarily this year, but. I mean, who Paul West, like you've said, is always here, which is great. Um, you know, Section Seven is not in the season, but I mean, that's still a huge, huge, huge tournament that a lot of yeah. teams come for. So, it is cool, man. I, I, it's, I think it's really cool. Um, like you said, you're more partial to the McClintock Holiday Shootout for some reason. That one just is one of my favorites. Um, it's great. It's just it's one of the ones that's been around forever. Yeah, and it's just run well. Like there's not there's not anything crazy about it no Um, a lot of these tournaments it ends up being you know they do a good job but you know things get delayed this happens that happens they just mcclintock holiday shootout is just a good tournament yep it's run well um sam dents does a good job putting it together some good teams um and it's just it's just a good overall tournament and it's solid and that starts next monday yeah for those at the end of the month Yep. So for those interested, uh, participating teams, Boulder Creek, Dobson, Desert Mountain, Corona, Basha, Desert Vista, McClintock, Arcadia, Mountain Point, Saguaro, Apollo, Hamilton, Liberty, Tempe, Highland, Valley Vista. So there's some heavy hitters in here, too. Liberty, one of the better teams in the state. Mountain Point, one of the better teams in 5A now could potentially make a run in the open. Uh, Basha, Mason McGee, the freshman, has been absolutely phenomenal for them. Phenomenal. Uh, I that's a that's a kid I'm going to do a story on so look for that pretty soon Desert Vista in a rebuilding year Desert Mountain has the house twins who have been absolutely phenomenal for them Um, Boulder Creek can shoot the hell out of a three-point ball Highland always plays well Valley Vista is always a good team Tempe is always up there like Apollo like Saguaro is up up and coming it's a very competitive tournament thank you that is the best word to describe the McClintock holiday shootout and that's not to discredit the Visit Mesa or anything, because those tournaments are absolutely fantastic, too. It's just McClintock Holiday Shootout. There's something about, to me, when that tournament happens, it's the start of basketball season. Yeah, it really feels like it hits. Like, basketball yeah. has started, but right after that, you get into, obviously, January and then yep. region play and stuff like that. It feels like the, it's kind of the same thing with the NBA and Christmas, right? Like, the... Um, it feels like at a certain point, like basketball is here. I, one of my favorite memories from the Clintock holiday shootout was, man, it had to be one of them was last year watching that McClintock team go at it with, didn't they play Gilbert in that tournament? I don't remember who they played, but they were like a high flying group and they just dunk after dunk. It was incredible. Um, and then Maybe they played Mountain Point. That's who it was. I can't remember exactly. But a few years ago when um, Arcadia played in the tournament against maybe it was Gilbert. I I think I can look at it. Long story short. um, Yeah, I think it was 20. It had to be 2019, right? Sorry, I'm looking right now. I'm looking right now. It's all good. I'll make it quick. Can you find the bracket from 2019? 
Oh, that's what it was. It was Arcadia and Skyline. Remember when Skyline had that really good team? Yeah. That matchup in the semifinals of that bracket was so, so fun. It that was, was one such of the an that was such a fun Skyline, Skyline that, team. That Skyline team was incredible. Dayton Harris was super good. Tyree, uh, Tyree Tyler. And then you obviously have the other ones too. Um, Patrick. Patrick. Um, Yep, I forgot his Patrick last Herrera, name. Herrera. Yeah, that's right. Who is now at Kentucky playing baseball? His dad is the head coach at Desert Vista. Um, then you had uh, Dominic uh, Capriati. Yeah, coach's yeah, son. He, yep, he's there. Oh, just so much fun, man. That that that's what I love about the McClintock holiday to uh, the holiday shootout. Like, I'm going back to look right now. It was. Uh, yeah, no, it was, a champ- it was a championship game. Skyline Arcadia, 70 to 67, the Coyotes won. Yeah. And that, that year they just happened to run into a incredible Desert Vista team with Osasura yes. uh, yes. who is now projected to potentially be in an NBA draft pick after this year at Marquette. Man. Yeah. <laughs> McClintock Holiday Shootout is where stars are born. That's what yeah. I'm going to say. Visit Mesa, too, but. That's where stars are born. I think it's funny that Perry's not in the McClintock holiday shootout. I think at that point, at this point right now, Coach Sam Dwayne is probably like, just give my guys some time off. Yeah. Because <laughs> they have been going, going, going nonstop. Yep. Absolutely. And I'm, I honestly want to look at um, whether they actually do have some time off after this uh, this game tomorrow. 12 and they have to limit. You can only do two <laughs> exhibition tournaments, right? That is true. Man, they've been <sighs> Cardinal Hayes seventy eight to forty seven. Saint that was in Hoopal. San Isidro ninety to sixty six at Hoopal. Snow Canyon sixty nine to forty. They're playing Federal Way right now, and then Olympia tomorrow. My goodness, yeah, they don't play till the third. So much yeah, needed time good for off them to for, get a little bit of a break. <laughs> So no, it's 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 so much fun though. I really do enjoy it. Um, something else that I enjoy, Eric. World Cup soccer. Yep. What did you think did about you watch Blondie? the whole final? No. I wish I did. Did you watch any of it? I watched a little bit of it. It was that on Sunday, game, right? It was on Sunday, Sunday morning at eight o'clock. Yeah, that's why. I begrudgingly got up and Messi and Argentina absolutely dominated the first 70 minutes of the match. They scored a couple early, a bad penalty given up by France um, that gave them a lead. And I thought that was going to be enough because yeah. Argentina plays good defense. Um, but then Messi started a run and their second goal they put together was maybe the goal of the tournament just because of the buildup play. Yeah. Um, you think two zero in a final is going to be enough to seal it. But, um, and for the most part, it was, it was just that in the, in the last few moments, um, kind of the 75th minute, I think it was, and on uh, France just put some crazy stuff together. Uh, Kylian Mbappe played like maybe the best player in the world, arguably. Um, and it was just, it was fantastic. It's one of the best sporting events I've ever watched in general. Um, definitely the best World Cup match in terms of stakes and everything I've ever watched. Um, drama yeah. and everything like that. It was so much fun. And that was that came on the heels of, what, two semifinal matchups that went to uh, penalties? 
So the there were a bunch of quarterfinals. That quarterfinals. That's what it was. The semifinals yeah. themselves are actually pretty boring because yeah, that's right. France and Argentina both just absolutely dominated their that's semifinal right. That's opponents. Right. That's um, right. But yeah, it was, and then they went to penalties, and it was it was crazy. Messi cemented himself, I think, as the goat. Um, yeah. Of soccer, it was him, and the, if he's not the best, he's up there indisputably now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. It was a lot of fun. Uh, makes me excited for soccer season here, which obviously is going right now. So I yep. got to get out there to a couple teams and a couple games and go see some. But um, it's a lot of fun. It really is. It was, man, it was, uh, it was, it was incredibly, you know, it, it was one of those things where every morning I woke up and I want, I had to go do some work, like from my house. It was one of those things I always look forward to having that on the background. Yep. And then, of course, when it got super interesting, I never did any work. So, yeah. Yep, that's exactly um, right. And this year set a record for the amount of total goals in a tournament. Wow. Um, and part of that was that there were some of these crazy, like, 7-0 games and yeah. whatever. But for the most part, um, a lot of, you know, there's finals in years past that are 1-0, 0-0 going to penalties. Like, um, the last... The, the last few years of this tournament, some of the big games, they play really defensive. You don't see a three, three final very no. often. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it was, it was just so much fun. I'm hoping the, yeah. uh, the women's tournament can be awesome next year too. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. And the uh, USA has a chance to go three P. That's right. That's right. Uh, little Cardinals news. Buda Baker selected to the 2023 Pro Bowl. So not no surprise there. I just got that email. So that's why I want to throw it out there. Yeah. Um, Eric, the instead of flag football this year, right? Oh, yeah, flag football. We didn't talk about flag football. So flag football um, is – I just officially... mentioned the Pro Bowl, I think, is a oh. flag football game. Oh, that's right. We did talk about that last week, didn't we? Flag football. Yeah. I think they are playing flag football at the Pro Bowl. Yeah. That's cool. Good, because no one ever took it seriously anyway. Well, yeah, exactly. So um, instead of besting you in last week, what are you looking forward to the most? for either Christmas Eve or Christmas dinner? So my family is Jew-ish, is what I like to call it. Yeah. Um, We kind of celebrate a little bit of both. Just we call it, I almost call it just like we celebrate the holidays. And it just so happens that this is the time of year that we can do stuff. Yeah. um, Because everybody else is off too. Um, But usually my dad will make um, potato latkes, which is a traditional Jewish dish, Ooh, okay. um, like basically fried potato pancakes. Yeah, so um, good, really, really so good. good. Yeah, and uh, Hanukkah happens to fall on Christmas too this year. I think today's either the third day or the fourth day. Um, so it'll either be right toward the end or the last day of Christmas will be Hanukkah this year. Nice. So kind of the same thing. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Um, for me. It is so we usually do like the classic like ham and all that stuff, right? Um, for me, it's definitely gotta be the cheesy potatoes. So good. Oh, they are absolutely oh, I love them. Um, I'm looking forward to those on Christmas Eve. Christmas Day, we always do um like a early dinner at my uncle's house. Now, granted, the last two years now or last year and then this year included i am covering the cardinals so i will not be there but i get a little take-home thing 
not even exaggeration, prime rib this big. Oof. Oh, so good. How how do you expect the Cardinals atmosphere to be? Obviously, it's fun to see a Christmas game, but it's rare that there are, what is there, three games left in the season? Yeah. And they're already um, statistically eliminated from the playoffs. They've, they're on their third string quarterback, most likely. The Cardinals are in a weird spot right now. You know, it's one of those things like last year the atmosphere was really good, but they were they were good. Um, this year, I, I don't ex- really expect it to be any different. I think just, you know, playing sports on holidays has become a tradition of its own. Yeah. So, like, for example, if, like, the Suns were playing, now, granted, Suns good or bad, if they were playing on Christmas Day, I think it'd be packed. I really do think, especially because it's Tom Brady, it's going to be really packed. Yeah. It's going to be a good atmosphere. Um, I really hope the Cardinals win because it would make it a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but again, like you said, third string quarterback, it doesn't look very promising. Um, so, and Trace McSorley is not Brock Purdy. So I'll throw it out there right now. I don't even At least care. he's not yet. He's probably not. No, Brock Purdy is better than Trace McSorley. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think the atmosphere is going to be fine. I know like, Cody's going out there. Cody's going to go tailgate and stuff like that, which is fun. Um, but, you know, I mean, I don't know. I think it's going to be fine. I think I think just the fact that it's a sporting event on Christmas, I think is kind of unique and people yeah. will enjoy it. I'm so. going I'm going home for a few days for the holiday and we're going to see the Vikings on the 24th Christmas. Nice. Eve. OK. Um, and so I'm assuming that'll be a fun atmosphere, too. Yeah. Um, when do you leave? 23rd. Okay, so Friday. Yeah. Um, so we're we're gonna go see them. Um, we made it a tradition to go see the last home game of the year for the last few seasons. Um, yeah. and this is included and so but this one being so close to the holiday is is kind of a cool opportunity. Yeah, too. it definitely is. So cool. I think that's gonna wrap things up for us this week, Eric. Um we wish everyone a happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. I hope it's a good one. Uh, enjoy time with family obviously enjoy some sports because sports are life that's what that shrek meme would say i'm going to spend the entire christmas day watching football and basketball me too i'm right there with you uh quite literally because i'll be covering a football game so yeah um i think next week eric it's only right if we start talking about some college football playoff games right so fiesta bowl i will be at in it you did that on purpose. Um, <laughs> oh, you can't make it if you lose to Marshall. You're not wrong. You're not yeah. wrong. Um, anyway, yes, that is it for us. Everyone, enjoy your holiday. Um, stay safe. Have fun. Enjoy time with family. And we will talk to you all next week. I hope Sister Jean has a great holiday. I hope she does, too. Do you mean that? Oh, no one gets her any presents this year. <laughs> That's messed up, man. She's old. Yeah. I want you to sing a say a, a holiday message right now for for uh, Sister Jean. Sister Jean, I hope you have a nice holiday. I hope your house is warm enough that you don't have to wear a scarf inside. I hope that Loyola wins, but they don't cut to you when they do. I hope that Loyola has a great season and then loses in the first round of the NCAA tournament so you can cry.
I hope that you realize, you know, not just Christmas, but New Year's, you make some resolutions to not be the only thing that anybody knows about Loyola basketball in any capacity. Because nobody can even name one player on the current team. But they know you. Sister Jean, I hope the best for you. Warm up, drink some coffee, and take your stupid scarf off while you're inside. (laughs) That was good. That was good. We'll talk to you guys all next week. (laughs) 